Hello and welcome to Arts on Fire here on WRFA for Friday, March the 1st, 2019. Jason Sample in the studio with you. And for today's program, we have some guests joining us in the studio. We have members of the band Quister in the studio with us. We have Ryan, Nate, and Alex. Gang, thanks for stopping by and talking with us today. And yeah. as, we, um, as we've as we been doing for the past few months now, we've been bringing different artists and acts into the studio, talking with them, learning more about their music, who they are, and getting our listeners acclimated uh, with their stuff. And, and so maybe maybe a good place to start out with, since you all brought your instruments along with you, is have you uh, play a song for us, and then on the other side we'll start talking some more. So uh, with that being said, uh, Ryan, what do we have lined up to play first here? We're going to play a song called Captain Boat. Captain Boat. All right, once again, this is uh, Quister. The name of this one's Captain Boat, and it's live in the studio on Arts on Fire. Once again, 
Quister live in the studio. The name of that track was Captain Boat, and we have three members of Quister in here with us again. We have uh, Ryan Melquist along with uh, Nate Mahaffey. Mahaffey. Mahaffey along with uh, Alex <laughs> Devereaux. Uh, sorry uh, about Devereaux, that. Not that, that Does it have an R in it? What's that? Is there an R? No in R in it. Yeah, I, I get just that can't a lot. spell. No worries. I, I get mail like that. I, I you know. I've been getting that my whole life. So, uh, Quister, you guys sound pretty tight. Obviously, you got a nice uh, reggae feel to you, and you know that's kind of what you describe yourself as, Rust Belt reggae, right? Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. kind reggae of what you're doing. The cold, right? <laughs> uh, we, Ryan, you're, you're basically the uh, the front man of the band, but I know that uh, both uh, Nate helps out with vocals and does lead guitar, and then you've also got Alex there on percussion as well. But maybe a good place to start out with uh, Ryan Melquist here in the studio, along with uh, Nate and Alex. Ryan, how did you guys? Hook up. Well, how long has uh, Quister been around, and and what was the uh, impetus behind uh, getting the band together, man? Quister's uh, a really a six year journey for me, and it started from many different members, um, and it's evolved now to a three piece. And I do th- I think that's due to the economy, but uh, it's really efficient to run around three guys as opposed to five guys. Is what we're doing. We're actually we're I mean we're touring and we're we have to use a minivan to make it work. Yeah. It's easier with three guys in a minivan than five guys. I ain't scared to say that. <laughs> it's the truth. So, so you, when you started out, you actually had uh, more members than what's currently in the band now? Yes, there's five, including uh, Ryan Eklund, Daniel right. Witherspoon. Let's see, Brian Moore at one point, Nick Campbell. We, I mean, Jamie, anybody. Jamie Smith. Who else? Zach Imeth. He's part-time now. Luke Swanson. Graham. Graham Mahaffey. <laughs> Anyone else? <laughs> a lot of drummers there. You guys got a rotating cast of characters then, but oh, yeah. you're, the three of you are the core members of the band. How long have the yeah. three of you been out uh, playing together? Well, I started playing with Ryan about three years ago. I think it'll be three years in April. Uh, I, I guess uh, we had mutual friends and Nick Campbell, and Nick asked me to play one time, and... Filling for he a was gig, hooked. and, and yeah, got hooked. And then I've been playing ever since. Were you involved with any other bands, uh, Nate, before uh, Quister? Yeah, I've been playing in bands for the last fifteen years. The one band uh, I was in a metal band called UTE for a good six, seven years. It's so a, a slasher. 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 <laughs> so I was me, my younger brother Graham, and then uh, Steve Cummings played guitar. Also, then we had a couple people jumping in and out throughout the years, but. But now I'm with Quister, and we, last year we did 170 gigs, and we're just at it constantly. Concerts. There are 170 concerts. I concerts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Arena, arena shows. Yeah. At your Facebook page, I was telling you guys before the, uh, the interview started that you all have a, a pretty ambitious uh, lineup for the month of March, 20-plus uh, shows just for March alone. And, and, Ryan, you were saying that you've actually got things booked up and ready to roll throughout uh, the remainder uh, the, the first part of the year, all the way into the summer, right? Yeah, things have really been going great. We've been blessed, and uh, we keep on working hard, and things are going in the right direction. We, the entire summer is booked for Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all the way out till right in the first Labor Day, September. So that's kind of a yeah, that's a milestone, right? Right. And that they know that what you're what you're doing. So now I'm just going to try and fill in days for weekdays. But yeah, it's been going good. 
We'll, we'll let some uh, folks know about some of the places you'll be playing at locally here in uh, later on in the interview. But, again, we're talking with the members of Quister, and we're just uh, giving our listeners some background information about who you all are. Ryan, you said that you know you describe yourself as Rust Belt Rock and Reggae. Um, when I think of reggae, the first thing I think of is uh, Bob Marley and the Whalers and things along that Who's line. That? Yeah, I mean, what what inspired you and what, you know, was uh, uh, the reason why you decided to go in that direction of music, which you guys play right now? I mean, we love artists like Revolution, Iration, The Movement, Slightly Stupid. Guy, go ahead. Everything. everything. I mean, everything. I love, yeah. I love a lot of artists, but yeah, we really, the reggae vibe and the reggae rhythms are just so easy listening and so fun and i found just over the years i lived down in florida for a while played a lot of beach bars i just really strengthened my love for reggae then when i was kind of solo going up moving down there after being in attica here and being more like rock tribal rusted rootish type band but started to really delve into the reggae beats and rhythms really the melodies too are great so i just love all that and of course bob marley is like one of the founding fathers, among many other people. Right, right. So, so when it comes to actually writing the music, what's what's the process that you typically will follow? Do you like uh, come up with a with a rhythm that you try to uh, get down first, and then apply some lyrics to it, or what typically do you do? Yeah, that's kind of it. And then you want to get lyrics. I usually get lyrics after I've arranged a song. That's not always, but that's kind of been the go for a lot of songs I've written over the years. But yeah, you got to stick to a recipe when you're writing a song, or you. For me, I just don't remain focused. So the, you want to focus and finish it, then you can change it later if you have to make changes. Right on. We've got a lot of your uh, music that we just added to uh, the rotation. It's all original music, or as far as I know, there weren't yeah. any covers in it. Uh, do you guys no. do covers when you play out, or do you typically try to stay with the original stuff? Oh, yeah. We, uh, <laughs> we, we play do. covers. We play a lot of three-hour sets or four-hour sets. You, gotta you know, covers. when you're playing three-hour yeah. sets, before you have to play covers. It's, and it's, it's the go-around to trying to make this work full-time. Yeah, and, but like we have that's our our album's one hundred percent original. And we call ourselves a hybrid band, like both original and cover because you have to while you're running. You don't have to, but it's hard. It's, it helps to make to, it as a living if you're not doing it covers. Yeah, it just helps to relate to the audience too. If you can captivate their attention by playing a song that they know and are familiar with, and then when you do play an original, they might you know be able to. Uh, listen with more yeah. depth so you just gotta you know and we we love we love all the songs we play we love you know oh yeah the original they're songs like they're handpicked from the decades yeah and then we really put them into a reggae format and we put them into a medley format so we have a unique set all together our set never ends we don't stop we usually play two sets the first one's an hour and a half we take a 30 minute break and finish out in an hour but we just medley through. It's kind of our our, nah, our niche notch. Yeah. <laughs> right niche, on it. Niche notch. <laughs> yeah, we were talking with uh, both uh, Ryan and uh, Nate from uh, Quister, but Alex is in the studio, and you're kind of quiet, Alex. Why <laughs> <laughs> are you doing that? He's got him going. What's your, uh, what's, your, what's your story, man? How long have you been uh, playing uh, percussion in Quister, and, and exactly uh, what have you been doing before then? What got you interested in music, and especially the style of music that Quister plays? Well, uh We've all met because they threw out a thing on Facebook. Well, that's how I really came to start playing with these guys. Um, I knew their drummer, Nick Campbell, as well as, like, Nate. Uh, I 
moved out to the uh, Finger Lakes when I was about 19 with uh, a band of mine, St. Vith. We play around the area every now and again, Oliver Berto, Jordan Seeger. And uh, we just bought a house and wanted to play music together. So we were taking on that adventure together and hard times hit and our landlords sold their house on us. So we, while I'm on tour with these guys, this is all while we're like, kind of playing together and uh an opportunity came for me to move back to jamestown and start playing full-time with these guys so took that and we've been i think a total of like two years now i've been full-time for about six six yes, months it's a lot what last july yeah. on the heron of last year i think so a little over six months what's the uh what's what i mean I, you know, I think about the challenges. There's a unique style of rhythm when it comes to playing uh, reggae and then the root style of music and all that. Is it more difficult to hold down the rhythm or the lead? I mean, what's what's the most challenging part about playing that kind of music? Well, you're kind of like thinking like an auxiliary percussionist and like a drum set player all the time. So like, think of like bluegrass, like the doom chicka doom chicka doom. You're doing that you're kind of stuff chicken, right? on chicken. the. On the chicken taco. Chicken, chicken taco. Yeah, the chicken, chicken taco, taco. Chicken taco. Chicken taco. Chicken taco. <laughs> that's on, um, that's, that beat is on the hi-hat up for reggae. It's just slowed down. So reggae is just like slow bluegrass where you put... Well, like he's the, saying reggae is slow chicken taco. <laughs> <laughs> guys are making me hungry. Again, we got... Hey, how about if we play another song right now? We got Quister in the studio. It's Ryan Melquist yeah. along with uh, Nate Mahaffrey. Mahaffey. Mahaffey. <laughs> uh, take that R right out of there. Nate Mahaffey and Alex Devereaux, and we're going to play another song right here, and I'll, I promise I'll have the name right by the end of this interview. Uh, oh, the name okay. of this one is what? Uh, Stick Tight? Stick Tight. And yep. it, it's right here on Arts on Fire.
All right, once again, we got Quister in the studio, and that was them playing another song that was uh, Stick Tight, the name of that track. And uh, what's the story behind that one, guys? Um, Stick, stick Tight is about a, a fellow named Grandma Haffy. And, I mean, I guess the, just let the lyrics do the work there. Right, right. The one that you opened the show with, too, was about uh, Zach Imus, right? You, you mentioned yep. that Zach is sometimes in the band and sometimes yeah. he's not. Yeah, Zach uh, comes out as a special guest every now and again. I remember. And he is very special. Yeah, Zach, party boy. An old uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Falconer uh, alum of mine uh, back in the day, back at uh, Falconer High School. But he's, he's still around and floating around and playing with uh, you guys. You let him play, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, we love having Zach around. Oh, he's, he's always a he's good, good energy. He's good. He's uh Fun. He's really tall too, and that helps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, you guys, uh, you know, you play a lot of fun music. Like you said, you kind of have a nice vibe about you. It's energetic. People gravitate toward it because it's a uplifting type of music, uh, Ryan. And, and I guess the number of shows that you put together kind of illustrates that. And you don't just play in Jamestown or Chautauqua County. I mean, you're all over the southern oh. tier and northwestern PA, and even uh, further outside of those regions, right? Absolutely. Like just another. You have to go play shows to make the music full time career too. You have to be out playing. I mean, to, you can be recording and doing it that way and doing online kind of marketing style play. I mean, for three guys, the run we've taken has been more gig, 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 produce some stuff and get content out of gig, gig, gig. But like, yeah, 170 shows is yeah, that's a lot, and it, we're, we keep trying to build on that too and make them better. I see sometimes I'm looking at your uh, Facebook page. Uh, some days you're playing two shows in, in a single day. And um, I, I should note, tonight you're playing down out in uh, Westfield at, at the Tap Room, yep. out there right on uh, Main Street in Westfield. Uh, that's going to be this evening, Friday night, starting at 9 o'clock. But you're also, tomorrow night, Saturday, you're going to be out in Hammondsport, which is more toward the Finger Lakes oh, yeah. region, yep. right? Lake Huco. You mentioned the Finger Lakes. That's and, where I used to live, yep. All right, so it's kind of a familiar area for you? Oh, yeah. We play out there quite a bit, the Finger Lakes. For the past five years, I've worked those areas, and they're just be- it's beautiful out there. A, B, there's you know a lot of tourism, and that's good. And yeah, Finger Lakes are good. Go New York, right? Yeah, they've been good to us. So two gigs uh, Saturday night, March second, but you also have two gigs uh, March the ninth out in uh, Glenwood, and then in uh, Ellicottville. I mean, it's it's got to be somewhat grueling to keep up with a schedule where you're playing every day, let alone two gigs in different towns. On the same day, which is going to be the case uh, next weekend. Do you ever get confused and show up to the wrong gig at the wrong time? No, <laughs> no. Just sometimes drive in the wrong direction. <laughs> you get a half an hour going west and you realize you should have went east. thing ever. Yeah, yeah. I, I can imagine. So you guys got another show coming up in the middle of March in the Jamestown area, and that's going to be uh, right in downtown Jamestown on St. Patrick's uh, Day in the afternoon, because that's on a Sunday, right? St. Patrick's yeah, yeah. on a Sunday this year. Sunday at uh, 3 p.m. on March 17th. You're at the Good Time Saloon. You play yeah. there every once in a while, right? Yeah. I call that my hometown bar, hands down, in this area, because I'm a Lakewood boy, and, you know, that's – Really, I guess the Southwestern kids would hang out and, yeah, good times to them, baby. I think of uh, St. Patrick's Day and I think of good old-fashioned Irish music. Oh, yeah. You guys you guys have called yourselves uh, Roots Rock and, uh, and uh, Reggae. I mean, how do you incorporate that Irish sentiment into it? Well, you start oh, off man. by drinking green beer. And well, then after you drink a few green beers, you just start... You know, forming an Irish accent. I mean, I'm I'm Irish. My mother's maiden name is O'Kelly, so I have Irish in me. He's definitely Irish because oh, yeah. his name's McHaffrey. <laughs> McHaffrey. McHaffrey. 
Yeah, that's super Irish. <laughs> I'm very Irish. And this guy's from France. He's Devereaux. I'm probably more Irish than you are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everybody's a little bit Irish when it comes to St. Patrick's. But do you, do you specialize, are you going to specialize the set then, or are you just going to stick with what you typically uh, play any we other got, time? We got yeah. a few little tricks of our sleeve for most holidays. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, we always throw a little funny things out. Right on. medleys there, yeah. So Irish is amazing. You do uh, you do 170 plus gigs a year, and then you also record some music in the studio. We've got it in rotation now. What's the best way for people to um, go learn more about your band and uh, get some of your music if they want to do that? Well, uh, there's the infamous Facebook, uh, facebook.com backslash Quister, Q-W-I-S-T-E-R. Uh, we have quistermusic.com. We're on... Uh, Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube, pretty much most online platforms. And that's Quister, Q-W-I-S-T-E-R. Just give us a search and you'll probably uh, find something or you know hear something come up on the internet. And you can also check out your event listing, which is what I'm at right now on the, uh, on the Facebook page. And again, you do have quite the uh, long list of gigs throughout the month of March. And uh, more will be added in the coming uh, weeks as you get into April and uh, into the warmer weather in the springtime. Do you typically travel outside of uh, Pennsylvania and, and New York when the weather gets nice? Do you guys head down? Do you, uh, you mentioned playing in Florida once in a while, Ryan. I mean, do you guys ever go make it that far south again? Yeah. Yeah, we're pl- every May we go down on a tour. And, you know, we picked up this guy right here, Alex, on a tour. And Alex, tell, kind of tell him about our travel when we go touring. What is it like? Hectic. It's very intense. Pretty much a different place every day. We have a thing called nesting. That's when we stay in a place for more than like three days, and then you're nesting in that oh place. Boy. Or is it two days? And then there's couch surfing is another thing we use, if you're familiar with that. That's like the free version of Airbnb. Totally legit and totally yeah. awesome. I recommend it. Yeah. Life-changing, really. Very weird. <laughs> I mean, obviously, you have friends in these places you play, or do you yeah. typically just oh, make yeah. a friend at the bar and say, "Hey, we need a place to crash." Sometimes you got to well, do that. That's definitely happened in my past. I won't lie about that. Yeah, right. Oh. Like, yeah, no. But the, we use cow server and we we'll get hotels and stuff. And very it's rarely just, it's do sporadic. We get a hotel. That's very few and far between. And we all sleep in the minivan and. <laughs> tell stories and go to play. or or, <laughs> or or we pitch tents in uh, the the swamps of Savannah, Georgia. You're pitching tents over there in the swamps. Really? You remember that? Oh, we did pitch. Yeah. Yeah, we uh we needed <laughs> we needed a nap, so we stopped at this like wildlife refuge in Savannah, Georgia. And, what, what, uh, how were we woken up, Nate? A park ranger came up to us and said, "You guys aren't allowed to camp here. This is a bad spot to camp." Because there's signs all we over. We told him we're not camping. We just set the thing up to take a rest. And he goes, "There's actually no law against it." I go, "I know. <laughs> we're just uh, t- chilling out here for a second. You weren't camping. You were resting. So the guy was very we, cool with us. We set up the tent at like 10 a.m. So technically, that's not camping because we weren't overnight. Nor so. loitering because it does not say that. So we knew our bounds. Yeah. Yeah. We should do a uh, feature here on WRFA, uh, Tales from the Road, and you can <laughs> oh, have different people come great. in and share some uh, stories of the road. We yeah. Got, yeah, we got some that stories, that's out. for sure. Well, we're running short on time here, and uh, I, you know, I, I do invite you, if you have a, a wild story, you're welcome to share it really quickly. Otherwise, uh, for the next two minutes, what do you want our listeners to know? I mean, yeah, just come check us out. Say hi. We play in Ellicott at all, all the time at Balloons. I mean... We're quite for regional. It's, we're mostly Ellicottville and 
and some sporadic, you know, Southern Tier Brewing companies and, and like that. Yeah, we'll be in Warren at the end of uh, the end of March, Fat Daddies. So all you Warren people, Warren crowd, come out to that and check us out and hang out and feel the the reggae vibes. Yeah, it's a Warren sandwich called the Fat Daddy. Does it come from that place? That's where it's from, the Fat yeah. Daddy, the f- home of the Fat Daddy. Yep. What is the Fat Daddy? Oh, it's there's like a, a bunch of stuff. Like on a it. hot Italian or something. Yeah. It's got like a bunch of uh, capicola and salami. And I'm getting hungry right now. I got to talk about food. Oh, yeah. Talk about chickens and Italian lunch meats. <laughs> Good stuff. All right, guys. Uh, before we digress any further, I want to thank you all for coming in. You got one more song you're going to play for us. This is called uh, Three Songs, but it's not Three Songs. What's the story behind it? Three Songs is a <laughs> about another guy, you know, Cam. Yeah, DeMarco. And yeah, he always try and take the. You're, you know, you're sitting. He, he played a few shows as he plays hand drums, and he come on the road and he would. Uh, he always try and hijack the phone or the the cord because he wanted to play his stuff. And I was like, stop! And it just got annoying. Look at this video. I'm like, you're too excited. And uh, yeah, so I called it name. I wrote this about that. Give, give me back that cord. Right on, right on. <laughs> uh, guys, it's been a pleasure. We have uh, Alex Devereaux in the studio along with Nate Mahaffey. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. Ryan Melquist. They are Quister. Check them out. Again, uh, playing St. Patrick's Day uh, in downtown Jamestown at the Wine Cellar. But you can also find them at numerous other places, including Facebook, at facebook.com slash Quister. Check them out. In the meantime, guys, thanks for coming in and talking yeah, with us at Arts on Fire. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Thank you. I'm